pandemic obviously caused a tremendous upheaval in the labor market, easily the biggest shakeup in, in recent memory. And it would now appear that the effects are going to be felt for some time going forward. Um, as we heard, a lot of vacancies are right now. So let's get some insight onto this. We're going to chat with Julie Labrie, who is president of Blue Sky Personnel Solutions. Julie, thank you for joining us this morning. I appreciate your time. Good morning, and thank you for having me. So I guess the big thing here, the overarching message is we've got a lot of vacancies out there and a really hard time filling them, right? Absolutely. It's so hard for employees right now to find good qualified candidates, and it creates a shortage for everyone across the board and across the country. So, you know, when we were talking about this, a lot of listeners are saying, well, are all these just minimum wage jobs that people don't want to work? But it's not, right? It's right across the spectrum. Absolutely. It's across uh, everything. Entry level, mid-level, senior level, there is a shortage. People are... um, scrambling to get employees and we had a problem pre-pandemic uh it was already we could see it as recruiters we could see it was difficult to get qualified candidates but right now it's even worse than it was before there are a lot of people that are still scared of going back Mm -hmm. especially in the office full-time and um they're still waiting and candidates are getting three to four offers at a time uh right now and it has driven the salaries up uh, drastically. Okay, so let's break some of those down. We've had a labor shortage before. This is just making things worse. Is that fair? Yes, it's it's worse now than it was before. Okay. Um, when we take a look at you know what companies are doing, three or four offers for people who are out there. I mean, those are people with specific skill sets that companies are looking for, right? Yes, absolutely. So what we're seeing is that every time a candidate gets an offer, it's almost you know, like at least 50% to 75% of those people already received other offers by the time we present it to them. So they have so many options on the table. And in order for those employers to get those people to come on board, they have to increase the salary. So we've seen it in the last few months that they've had to up their salaries and also vacation packages and benefits to get them on board. So all kinds of incentives being added to try and get the staff to, to, to bite. Yes, exactly. Um, Okay, help explain this to me. Um, We've got very high unemployment in the country right now, higher than it's been in some time, especially here in the province of Alberta. How can those two things exist at the same time, high unemployment and a shortage for companies trying to hire people? Yeah, exactly. And this is... This is one thing that I'd like to know is that exactly out of out of that unemployment numbers, how many can actually work versus how many can work? Right now, um, there are a lot of people that are not qualified based on the employer's request. So a lot of those employers, they want someone to come in and they're fully trained. They just want them to start as opposed to taking the approach of I'm going to train someone to bring them up to speed. Uh, and it might take me six months, eight months, ten months to train them, but I'll have someone. A lot of those employers don't want to do that. They just want someone to come in and get them working right away without having to offer them that training that's going to bring them up to speed. So that's what creates the shortage at the moment is the fact that they need people that are trained right now to come in because they're so busy. They have so many uh, things going on internally. The demand is higher on every sector's. So they need them to be trained. Um, 
you know, when we take a look at this, like, and we've we've heard of, you know, the hospitality industry and things like that, and tourism and things really having a hard time finding it. You know, what other sectors are being especially hard hit by this right now? Well, for me, because I do mostly bilingual recruitment at Blue Sky, uh, French and English, uh, it's it's in demand as well. You know, there are um, they have so many opportunities out there and those employers are having a hard time getting those bilingual candidates to come and work for them. But we've seen it also on the English positions as well, just English, those employers on the office side. What creates the um, the shortage right now is that those employers that are not flexible offering work from home opportunities or even flexible work days in the office and at home, they're losing out. And that's what creates the shortage because people are still scared They've had a taste for working from home for the whole year, and now they just said, nope, I'm not interested in going back to the office anymore. Uh, I want to have the opportunity to do two or three days at home and then go to the office. But those employers that are offering five days a week only uh, in the office, they're losing out right now on people going to um, want to work for them because that's what those people, they want that flexibility now. They have a taste for it. I have to imagine that CERB and um, the fact that people can stay home and not work is playing into this. And also, um, you know, the wage subsidy programs announced by several governments in terms of if you're going to hire new staff, we'll pay some of the salary for the first year or whatever in order to get things up and running and get the economy going again. Those kind of government programs, I could see one reducing people willing to go to work because they're doing okay staying home and also companies bringing on more positions because they're paying less in wages. Do those two combine at all? Well, yes and uh, yes and no. I mean, those people that are staying at home and they're okay with CERB, uh, receiving CERB, they're not going back until it's completely done. They don't have EI. Uh, they don't have anything. They'll have no choice but to return. So they're just sticking and staying home. So they're not applying. What and the other side about the um, the wage uh, subsidies, unless you increase the salaries, you're still not going to get the people to come in to work for you if you don't have a good offer at the end of the day. Yeah, because you got to make more money working than you would not working, obviously, or a lot of people exactly. choose to just not work. So who are the winners yeah. and losers here? What, what kind of um, segment? Are we, is it is it skilled vets that are making out well, or is it young people that are willing to, you know, be trained up and, and be willing to jump into the workforce? Who Who's in the best position to capitalize on this? Right now, it's the employees. Employees are in the best position to capitalize on as much as they want because the employers are so scrambling to get people so they can go and say, I want X salaries, I want X amount of vacation, I want to work from home or have the opportunity to do that. The employees, it's an employee's market. So those people, they can go and ask for more. In a lot of cases, they will get more from the employers right? because the employers will know that if they don't, they're not going to stick around and they're not going to have anyone. So they're in a really good seat, those employees, to, to make all kinds of demands right now. So we're kind of in a perfect storm here. Like you say, in, in terms of economic activity and restart and all the rest of those things, it, it's workers that are going to propel that, that are going to force that. It's going to cost more, though. Wages are going to go up. So there's a downside to that. So um, we're sort of in a situation where we're damned if we do and damned if we don't, really. Mm-hmm. And employers will have to become more creative. If they're in a position that they can offer more salaries, yeah. 
Um, be creative. You know, if you can't offer five days a week to someone at X amount of salaries, well, maybe you can offer someone to work four days a week um, at the same salary, and they'll be happy, and they'll have the work done. Sometimes the employers will have to be creative and think about that or train that junior person and bring them up to speed because that's also a really good alternative. Those There are a lot of good junior candidates that are just out of school. They want to work. Train them, hire them, and there's no guarantee, of course, that they will stick around. Um, but at least you'll have someone that will do some of the work and you'll generate some money from them by, by having them on board as opposed to leaving the position vacant. And then you're losing opportunities, you're losing customers right? because they're not served well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what a mess. Uh, Julie, thanks so much mm-hmm. for your time this morning. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. You bet. That's Julie Labrie who is the president of Blue Sky Personnel Solutions.